Welcome to My Empower Project with your host, Erin Rowe. We will discuss nutrition, fitness, becoming your own boss, and just becoming better every day. I invite you to join My Empower Project as we embark, embrace, encompass, and enlighten. Today, I'm speaking with Quina, host of the Mompreneur BFF podcast. Hi, Quina. Hi. Before we chat about your current self-made business, bring me back to when you became a single mom and how you went from an uncertain place to now. You'll hear my kids in the background, mom life right now. So Erin, thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. I got married when I was 18. I got pregnant when I was 18. Then I got married six months later and I just stayed in that marriage up until probably about four years into it. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. And so I got out of it. But the thing is, I grew up in a very sheltered home. So I never really got to experience an adolescence. So mentally, I was still a child myself. I had my son at the time and then my daughter. And so they took up a lot of my time. So I didn't really focus on me. And then when I got divorced and I became a single mom, there was times when my children weren't with me, which was strange because when I was married, they were with me 24 seven. So here I am, I find myself in this like weird transition where I'm like, okay, I don't have kids. So what do I do? And like I said, I was still mentally very much a teenage girl. So I kind of did all the things that I didn't get to do as a teenager in my twenties. And a lot of them weren't really great choices. <laughs> well, that's how we learn. I mean, we all experience things at different times in life. So I always try not to put like expectations on age. And so, you know, we all get there some way. We're all on a different journey. I like how you see that not to put expectations on age, right? I believe like, you know, we all have, you know, the mental capacity as we grow, but what we do with what we know, the knowledge that we gain, right? It's, that's really his experiences. And I love how you say, don't put expectations on age. Now, what do you mean by that? Oh, it could go so many ways for me. Obviously I'm older and didn't have kids yet. So I'm going to be having them older and people are like, Oh, it'll be okay. I'm like, I'm fine. I just feel like people have like Yes, I get it. They try to comfort you when you're like, I no, no comfort needed. I'm good. Yeah, you know, that's so true. Yes, because I went to college a little bit older. I never really disclosed my age there because I could kind of get away with looking younger if I just had my hoodie on, my hat. (laughs) But it's never too late. It's never too late to learn more. It's never too late to discover things about yourself. And I like how you see that because that kind of goes into finding our happy, right? Because if we're like, oh, it's too late for me to do this, then we'll never be happy. And isn't that like the point of life to be happy? Exactly. So I want to ask you about your mission that you've since then created, focusing on helping women. And how do you do that with your business today? My business, and I'm sure you can attest to this too, Erin, is When you start a business, especially when you start a business from scratch, right? You're growing with the business and you're evolving. So I started off just helping moms in Hawaii, kind of evolved. And so I started off helping moms in Hawaii. And now I'm doing Mompreneur BFF, where I thought I would be offering a lot more business strategies, but my audience, they're magnetized more towards inspiration and motivation. So I'll throw in some business strategies, business tips, but My audience, they care more about being inspired and feeling motivated because a lot of them are stay-at-home moms. 
as a stay-at-home mom, I don't get a lot of adult conversation. You're probably my first adult conversations today that didn't include me talking to my phone on Instagram story, you know? So just to have someone relate to you, it really helps. Tell me about what your business is. All right. So with Mompreneur BFF, that's my podcast. What I offer under the whole Queen Atahi umbrella is I offer helping moms create video for their social media, specifically for, I say, IGTV as your jump off platform because social media is so broad. So I'm like, all right, let's narrow it down and talk about IGTVs. People are all about getting a pretty feed, you know, getting the perfect picture, even doing flat lays. But what people don't realize is video, IGTV, Instagram is really trying to push that. And so if you make use of that, they're going to push you for, if you have a business account, right? Because everyone's saying, oh, organic reach is, is going down for a business account. But if you use video and you utilize their IGTV, they'll push you forward towards more of an audience. They'll make you more visible, which is great, but you got to make sure your content that you're putting out is good too. That's another story. One of the big things that I do and the moms that I'm helping right now, I'm helping them get comfortable with video, get comfortable with and get familiar with IGTV, not to do YouTube and something that would require big production. And here's why. When you're on Instagram, right? And I'm over there scrolling through the feed. I'm tapping through people's stories. But if I see a video, I stop and I'm actually engaged with it. I'm watching it. You know, I'm consuming it where it's so much easier for me to just scroll past through my feed with pictures, tap, 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 tap through my Instagram stories. But if someone goes into your IGTV, they're invested in you and they want to know what you have to share. So that's one of the big reasons why I encourage video. Facebook and Instagram, they prefer video. They're going to push you forward and people are more than likely, if you have a video, to consume what you're sharing with them. Now, a lot of moms say, oh, it's not the right time for me. So you have a grown child and a little one, little ones, you're the perfect mom to ask, when <laughs> is the right time? Because I just want everyone to put themselves out there, whether it's teaching something they know, like you said, to get the adult conversation going or start a little second stream of income for themselves. So that's why I want to know. Okay. So honestly, the right time, I honestly, right now, obviously I keep getting interrupted by my kids, this and that, but the right time is that's a personal choice that you need to decide for yourself, right? Cause you could be an empty nester. You could be an empty nester and still be like, Oh, I don't think I'm ready. Right. I don't think I'm ready to start my business. You could be at any season of motherhood. It really is. It's a personal choice. Do you feel that you're ready? Right. You can always say, Oh, once the kids get out of the house, but here's the thing. If your entire life centers around your children and then they leave, did you prepare yourself for your children to leave? Right. It's kind of like how, when I became divorced and then I didn't have my kids who were the center of my entire world, they're the core. And then I had weekends when I didn't have them. I didn't know what to do with myself. The right time is going to be different for everyone, but don't think that the right time is, oh, when my kids grow up or when they're in school, this and that. The right time is when you're ready internally. Don't place the time on your children. Don't place that responsibility of when you're ready on your children. That responsibility is within you. You know, you take full responsibility when you're ready, not on your children. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love how relatable you are because you work from home every day. And even if you have a child on your lap or your hair is in a ponytail, you get it done because you want to help other moms. You know, I love how relatable you are too, Erin. Like I see your trips and I'm like, wow, look at her. I love watching you go on your trips and how you're just enjoying life. And for me, even though, you know, obviously I'm not going on a bunch of trips like you are, I feel that you're relatable because you are going out and you're experiencing life the way you want to. 
right? And I'm experiencing life the way I want to experience life. So even though our experiences are different, I feel that we're the same in that way. It's funny because out of all the times I've heard this, I just thought of it for the first time. You said you don't have many adult conversations and I don't have kids. I honestly don't either because all of my friends are too busy with their kids to talk on the phone with me. And at work, we talk on the instant messenger. So I literally don't talk to anybody either. So everyone's like, oh, you have freedom. You have this, you have that. I'm like, who am I going to go away with? Everyone's home with their kids. So it's not always the grass is greener in either situation. It just is what it is. And so you kind of like grabbed it by its horns. Tell me about more topics that you discuss on Mompreneur BFF. Is it all social media advice or other things? I try to put in some social media there because that's what I do. But for the most part, I'm just listening to people tell me their stories of how they got started. There's also moms, you know, people who aren't like moms that have their own kids. I have auntie moms. I actually have a gay dad. And then I have these other dads, their episodes going to be released. You would consider them Mr. Moms because they were single dads where the mother wasn't in the child's life, which you don't hear a lot of. Really talk about a lot of people's stories and the different seasons of motherhood and how each of my guests define motherhood. So I also have another guest where she chose not to have kids. And so we dive into that. So it's basically redefining the modern mom. That's what I say. And how did you get your start? Did you just say, I'm going to start a podcast on Monday? Let's record. Like, how did you start? We both went through Pat Flynn and I got that email. Actually, that was the only email of his I saw was Power Up Podcasting is closing in a few hours. And you know how they teach us like, you know, keep emailing. And then sometimes you feel like, oh, we're being overbearing right but that was the only email I saw from him so that's just proof that the inbox gets so congested and your messages can get lost in there I saw that and I was like huh podcasting sounds interesting I didn't buy during that launch I bought in the next one I had never heard of podcast but then once I bought into it and once I started I realized I like this a lot better than blogging because you know in the mom world in the mom world they, they tell you to start a blog no I tried starting a blog it wasn't for me but talking into a mic and making videos, that's more my, that's more my jam. Oh, so you had a blog first for a bit? Yes. Back in 2013, I had a blog. I just wrote about anything and everything. I wrote about being single and a hopeless romantic. I wrote about SEO. I wrote about not graduating college, being three credits short of graduating, just dropping out of college. Just kind of start, right? You just kind of start experiment. Where did you start, Erin? Oh my gosh, I've tried so many things over the years. I started basically with Beachbody. I'm still a Beachbody coach. I really got into the nutrition side even before I became a coach. Two blogs that didn't work. Then I saw Pat Flynn speak, and then I started podcasting. <laughs> Pat <laughs> Flynn, he's inspiring that one. You mentioned your website with your blog. What is Mompreneur Lab? Yeah, you know, I have to update my site. What Mompreneur Lab is, and I'm actually taking it down and I'm reworking it. But I just wanted to have like a bunch of mini courses within this thing I call the Mompreneur Lab and people could just pick and choose. Because what I realized is I'm a very high touch person. So I was coached by a lot of high level coaches and started doing launches. And I always felt disconnected from them, but I felt like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do, right? Because I'm new in business and everything. But then I realized it was probably like a few months ago, you know what? I actually like the whole one-on-one. -on -one. I like being able to virtually being high touch and help someone. So I figured if I just have a bunch of mini courses, instead of some huge course that I'm going to sell once a year for thousands of dollars, 
I'll just have a bunch of mini courses because that bite-sized courses, because that's more my audience style, right? The moms, they're busy with their kids. And so they need something that they can easily consume and will give them practical results right away. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's good because then they could pick what relates to them. Yes. If I didn't do what I was doing, I wouldn't have realized that now. So I don't regret any of those huge launches I did or any of that. I appreciate them because it brought me to understanding who I am and what, what value I can provide for my audience. Yeah. Everything for my peeps, your peeps, (laughs) everything we do, I feel like it teaches, teaches you what you wouldn't know that you need to know to move on to the next step. So it really isn't a failure. It's just like, Oh, now I know. Yeah. Lesson learned. What is the biggest benefit of running a business at home with your little one? I actually was talking about this with someone and I realized that once I decided to become an entrepreneur, mompreneur, I realized that I had to do a lot of personal development and that kind of trickled into obviously the rest of my life, the different layers of me and my life. And I started realizing like, for instance, I would wake up hit the ground running when it came to my kids and I would sleep in as long as they would let me. Then I started realizing through personal development as being an entrepreneur that I'm not happy doing that. What I'm more happy about is being able to wake up before my kids, get my day started before them. Also helped me realize that, you know, everyone's talking about hustle, hustle, hustle. You have to hustle and burn yourself out, but I'm not happy doing that either. And the whole reason why I became an entrepreneur is so I didn't have to burn myself out. Because of becoming an entrepreneur, you know, being a stay-at-home mom, it's made me really look within myself and notice things that I was doing because I thought, oh, that's just the way things are. But now I notice that if there's something that I'm doing just because it's just the way it is, it's not making me happy, I actually step back and I reevaluate it, right? I, I'm like, do I really have to do it this way? Is there a different way? It taught me a lot about not just doing what I used to do, but thinking of why am I doing this? Is this work best for me? How did you find your audience? How did you find the moms that you helped when you first started? Like day one, you released the podcast. How did you find your audience? I just took a photo of us. Okay. Okay. So the way I found my audience and the way I would recommend it for anyone is if you're starting from ground zero, like, you know, like we did audience from scratch is just start locally start within your own neighborhood and kind of grow from there. Network with people who are local to you, get to know people, like really grow your circle. And I was able to build a local network with moms in Hawaii. You want to tell me about your Samoan group? I know you say a lot of lingo and being from Jersey, I'm in a complete Oh yeah. So it's actually Lady Pacifica is actually not my group. It's a friend who I met because I decided to network, you know, with my local group. Lua, who is the editor-in-chief for It's a Magazine that celebrates the Polynesian woman and being an entrepreneur. And I was able to network and we become really close. So that's one of the benefits with networking with your local people, local peeps, is that you have that connection at home. And then you can grow that. Lua has been amazing with Lady Pacifica. And ever since her and I connected, I have been able through her to build a huge community, a huge network of other Polynesian women who are getting into entrepreneurship. So that's been amazing. Thank you for asking about that. Yeah, that's good for networking, especially if it's the same interests. You find people with the same interests. Yeah. All right, before we go, can you tell me a little bit about some of the mini courses you are going to soon reveal to us? Yes, you'll you'll hear here first, guys. (laughs) 
before anyone else. We're going to have like a mini podcast course in there because as you know, podcasting, you can make it like this huge thing where it takes forever to set up or you could just give it a couple of hours and just upload it. So my whole thing and what I tell even the moms that I'm helping with video, I'm like, listen, just record yourself and upload it. Don't even give it thought. Just do it. No one really cares for their first episode. Even Pat says it too. He won't listen to his first few episodes. Jenna Lee Kutcher. So when it comes to your first episode, it's everyone knows it's your practice episode. Just put it out there. Some podcasting, definitely some Instagram and IGTV and video things. So I have like a list and I'm sure you do, you brainstorm things, a list of things that I want to get started. So I'm really excited about that. Right now I have my digital product out 366 days of um, IGTV content. And I just have that out for $7 because it's not complete, complete. Well, I might get that because I did my first IGTV on Thanksgiving. Let me know if you're interested. I'll just give you the friend discount, you know? Thank you. The Pat Thank Flynn you. friend discount. Oh. I would just encourage everyone to start doing video. Definitely start doing video more. Just don't even think about it. Just do it. If, you know what? Not even video. If there's anything in your life that you're like, I really want to do this, just go for it. Don't even put any thought. Just go for it. Everyone knows that your first attempt is always your practice attempt. And then you'll just get better from there. Sounds like you talk to moms about all different topics. So I don't want the listeners to be tied down to just picking, you know, what am I going to talk about? Even though you need a niche, you found your own way to do it. So where can we find you online? You can find me at queenatahi.com. And I'm queenatahi everywhere. I'm queenatahi on Instagram, queenatahi on Facebook. Actually, I interviewed a lady this morning and she asked me, what's your real name you go by? And I'm like, Queena? <laughs> But yeah, I am Queen Atahi everywhere. And I love the gram, guys. Instagram's like my BFF. So. All right. We'll find you there on Instagram. Yeah. And that's where I found Aaron too. Yeah. Well, thanks again for taking your time. Thank you, Aaron, for being so patient and for giving me your time as well. And I can't wait to have you on my podcast. All right. Talk soon. Bye. All right. Bye, Aaron. Thank you for listening. You can find every episode, including the written versions to read on AaronRowe.com. Be sure to leave a review because I love hearing your opinions on the topics I shared. Are they new? Are they helpful for you? Tap that subscribe button so you don't miss the future interviews and enlightenment to come. This episode was brought to you by me and only me because I love sharing new ideas with you. Take action to become better. Have a fabulous day.